Did he say this show puts the funny back where it belongs? <laughs> I, he may have. I thought it said money, but it could have been funny. We don't get any money. It must be funny. We get no money for this. No uh, money. Just to exert our intellectual authority upon tires and handling. That's what wow. we do. Intellectual authority. <laughs> wow. That blows my mind. Right. So this is uh, Kevin and Mike Beckett again for the Rolling Toe Show, masquerading as Trucking Business and Beyond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're here on, what is this, the 3rd of August? It's uh, August anyway. 2023. I haven't looked at the calendar. Yeah, the calendar says it's the 3rd. It's the 3rd. Which means I am officially six months from my birthday. Yes. So this is your anti or whatever, your reverse birthday. Well, this is when I can start saying I'm 75 instead of 74 because I'm closer to 75 than 74. There you go. There you go. I've, I've thought you were 75 for about five years now. Let, yeah, mentally, I'm three and a half. <laughs> mentally, you're more like five. I, was, I think three and a half. I haven't gotten up to five. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. All right. All so right. this week... This week. You are getting ready to go to Colorado to train some firefighters. Yes. Okay. Well, not the firefighters themselves. The engineers. Yes. The ones that run the trucks and repair them. Right. Yeah. Engines. Right. Right. Apparatus. Right. They I have I plenty can, names. I can handle a, a, a hose. I've had to handle a fire hose before in the Navy. But and I and I know how to use an extinguisher, mm -hmm. but I don't think other than that I could teach a firefighter anything hmm. uh, that would they would find relevant. Okay, <laughs> okay. But but dealing with tire wear and handling on a fire truck, yes, yes. That I, I can show them. You can do what's that. happening. Yeah, drive like a bat out of hell. Want to get from here to there in. Yes. And they don't want to run over anybody while they're doing it. Well, we can't control that. We can't control it, but we can at least give them the uh, information they need to direct their vehicle straight down the road as well as possible. We're working on that. Got it. Right. Now, most of these vehicles are going to be single drive axle, single steer axle, routine piece of cake stuff. Right. Right. I'm in a doubt they have any of those rear steer um, what do you call them? Those fire trucks. Right. There, there might be a couple of them in Denver. Might, I'd be surprised. They might have retired them by now. No, they're building them new. Oh, they're still building them. Yes, in in a in a major metropolitan area, they they are still building those kind of rigs. Yeah, because they need tall, tall ladders, and that's what they get with. And them. they need a long, long rig, and they can't turn a corner in city. Right. So you need a tiller. There you go. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe hey. we'll have it. Well, they've got they've got they've got a transit buses that bend in the middle. True, true. So you know, still they could, they could. All, All right. right. So we're gonna have fun. I'm gonna have fun with it because <laughs> you did it last year. You did such a good job that they made it an eight hour presentation. They wanted a two day class or a three day class. Oh God, no. And I said, are we going to have different people each day? And they said, on oh, the same people. I said, I got, I ran out of things to say after about four hours. I don't know what right. we're going to do for three days. So we talked them down to a one day deal. And I figured what you're going to do is you're go in the morning. You're going to do the presentation. You're going to go out and play with the trucks for a little bit. And then you guys are all going to go to the bar and, and <laughs> have a drink and talk about what you talked about. Right. Right. If I've got all day to do it, I may as well do that. Might as well. 
Right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, any other interesting tech calls or anything this week? I've had my tech calls, and uh, now I'm stretching my memory to recall all of them all. Uh, nothing new. Nothing I, exotic. Not, my brain is not filled with new. I do have uh, a set of an, an alignment cheat sheet, uh, instructions on how to align vehicles from one of our customers yeah. up in Minnesota that apparently either didn't have the manual or needed to pare it down right. so they could hand it to new trainees. Right. So that's interesting. Our, uh, I'm looking that over and uh, okay, got some good and bad things to say. That's a, this is a gentleman uh, in the middle of Minneapolis, I guess, uh, who has been aligning trucks for at least five years. And just earlier this summer was the first time he saw a Peterbilt low-leaf suspension uh, from before 2010. He's seeing old trucks. He's not seeing the old, he's not seeing the Peterbilt. He's seeing yeah. almost all international and Freightliners, huh. all in Volvos. Huh. So he's, he's dealing with the, uh, the, uh, that crowd of, uh, that's the market up there. Right. Okay. Where say Sean over there in S and B can't get away from vehicles that are built in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, depending on the market here, and you'll see a lot of one brand or another brand. I can remember when I was doing a lot of alignments and, and I was doing them in California, I saw a lot of certain configurations of brands. And then I got here and different configurations and brands. They seem to be regionally posh bitter. And I, I think that has to do with the popularity of the dealer. The dealer, right. Well, and I actually think in this case, it's, I mean, he's the tire, he's working for the tire dealer. Mm-hmm. And the customers are all basically company drivers. Mm. So the companies that deal with that tire dealer are fleets that buy specific vehicles. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So do we have any calls? We have, we have a call. We have a call. We have a call. Uh, yeah. He's talking about trailer tires. I don't want to talk about trailer tires. What, uh, what we have to say about trailer. Tires. I don't want to talk about trailer tires. You don't, you're going to talk about trailer tires. Huh? Yep, yep. And Harold's going to help us talk about it. Hello. Gentlemen, always appreciate your good words. Uh, I just wanted to do a follow-up. I called three or four weeks ago. I had a couple of trailer tires on my car carrier that had some flat spots on them on on the inside. I had the welding done, but these were kind of halfway worn. Um, So anyway, they developed some flat spots. And I had called you about a feeling of vibration between 45 and 55 in the seat. And mm-hmm. so I changed those tires out and the vibration went away. And this is mm-hmm. on a car carrier. So the dynamics could be a little bit different, you know, uh, mm-hmm. with, with the stinger steer as opposed to regular sure. trucks. Cause I know Mike thought the trailer wouldn't be felt up in the truck, but it was. So well, let's I thought see, I there you go. Report that uh, I'm reporting back. I appreciate <laughs> That. That's right. good information for us. <laughs> so, what size <laughs> tires were these? Uh, 255, 70, 22.5s, the uh, Michelin XZEs. Yeah, Those are the only ones. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, they're little ones, and they, you know, I've got the two 75, 70s on the truck. I run them on the steer for 40 and then save them and run them on the drives. And then I. Mm-hmm. Then I regroup them and get another 60,000 miles out of them when they're slick. So. Cool. It's cool. been a pretty efficient way to to run the steer tires on this for me, and I've I've been 
I'm hoping my inside hardware is going to go away after I did the axle welding there at Iowa Truck and Trailer, but I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. So now, did they did they put just the two short pieces on the outside, or did they do it all across the axle? No, I went in on a day that the normal guy wasn't there, and they had two or couple, three different guys working on it, but I put the full, okay. the ones all across the top of the axle, and on these car carriers, they've got, the hardest thing was to cut all the zip ties and get all the lines away so they could clean it off right. and weld it, and then yes. they had to zip tie everything back, because there's a lot of stuff hooked to these axles. Yes, there is. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, so I'm keeping my six fingers months, crossed that... Six months from now, with, we'll know. Yep. Well, I do about 130,000 miles a year, so maybe, maybe we'll know then. It may take a little bit longer because I've gotten, uh, even the ones that went flat spots on them, I got pretty close to 200,000 miles on here. I, and I put okay. the Centromatics on when mm-hmm. the truck and trailer were new. I put them on all positions, which I've done mm-hmm. probably for the last, since 07, I started doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so okay. I, I, I don't know. You know, you, you just keep keep going and keep trying but the michelins are the only ones i've had good luck with on the trailer okay um, i've okay. had to use some other ones in emergency but i don't know you guys know more about that than i do i try not to know more about it i don't <laughs> want to you know i always thought you guys were brothers i didn't know you were father and son are we father and it's, son yeah that's why okay we don't have video here you can only hear us so yeah, we're yes. I'm your youngest son. Oh, you're the son. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I just found that out. But anyway, always appreciate your guys' uh, great sense of humor and your information. It's been very helpful over the years. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. And you drive safe out there, huh? All right. That's the main goal every day. Every day. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Right. You, Thank you. <laughs> All right. You take care. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay, so right. he had a vibration in the seat between 45 and 50, and it was the trailer. It was the trailer. And that reminds me of a tech call that I did get. Uh, also a trailer, also a vibration that he was sure he was feeling in the truck. He drives, I believe it's KW, uh, heavy haul, so I'm pretty sure the eight bag. Um, the, it's a low boy. It's a four-axle low boy. Uh-huh. Um, and he gets a vibration that, go, that starts at about 35 up to 50. And then above 60. Yeah. So I had said at the time that he called, now he's had somebody that wasn't us and wasn't affiliated with us check the alignment. And they said there was maybe an axle or two that was out of view on that mm-hmm. trailer, uh, but no other problems. He jacked it up himself and checked all the brakes and there was no problems there. Um, no problems with bearings, but still this vibration and he's moved it to another truck and the other truck had the same vibration. Uh, so he feels it's coming from the truck. I said, the only thing, wait, wait, I, wait, 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 he moved to a different, sorry, feels it's coming from the trailer. The trailer. Okay. Yes. Uh, the only thing I can think of alignment related for him is it is a four axle truck. Mm-hmm. So if they're, if they're using triangulation on the front axle, uh, and a low boy, that is, sounds difficult, but if mm-hmm. that's what they're doing, then each can, a successive axle behind that could be getting misset uh, due to their standard by as much as an eighth of an inch per axle, uh, meaning you could have an, a half of an inch of skew from the front to the rear on this thing. So I'd like him to get it to somebody that uses our system to measure each axle individually 
instead of relying on the axle in front of it. Yeah, stacking measurements from one axle to the next axle can compound tires. Right. Okay, it's possible. Uh, the other question is, uh, does he balance his trailer tires? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't recall the answer to that uh, because that could definitely answer the question above 60. Yeah. Um, but if it, uh, it is an air ride suspension, doesn't matter. Even if it was balanced, would you feel it? In yes. Place? Okay. Yes. I mean, you got, you got four axles four back axles. there. You got a lot of weight slinging around. Right. And if it's out of balance, yeah, you could build yourself a heck of a harmonic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess, uh, if you, if you're dragging one axle sideways, it's going to end up out of balance. Correct. The other thing is on a four axle, oftentimes a couple of those axles can be lifted. Right. Oftentimes. So if they're lifted, does he still have the vibration? I don't believe that this had any lift axle stuff. So. Oh, okay. All right. That's good. Yep. All right. All right. So let's see here. Going from that to we don't have any callers in. We don't have any callers? No. But this is a calling in show. Can I take a nap? You shouldn't. I shouldn't? You shouldn't. <gasps> um, I mean, this is what? How, how hard have you been working this week or this month? For an old man like me, I've I've had to, I've had to cut the lawn, I've had to water, I've had to run this guy back and forth every day because he totaled his car and from church. I'm yeah. really looking forward to him getting another car this Saturday when his insurance check clears yes. and he can go buy a car and I don't have to drive him to work. But I'm going to have to nice. drive him two hours to Iowa City because that's where he found the car he wants. Right. I couldn't convince him to buy one locally. That's that's your issue. <laughs> yes, but I mean the old man's working. That's true. That's true. Yes. yes, that's true. But this this show yeah. is the most work that you've had to do in the office each week for the last month. Yes. Right. Because I retired. Right. So no naps. No naps. <laughs> Not while you're here. Oh, you you're can so nap at home all you want. You're so mean. I listen to a lot of car talk now. You do? Yeah. You do. I noticed that was in the, uh, in the available in podcast mode. Tom and Ray Mariazzi, I listen to those guys about what they do with cars and what they don't do and, and telling jokes, and I really love those guys. Right. Um, I wish we could get more of their stuff into our show, but um, you have to pay licensing agreements and stuff yeah, like no, that let's to not, do it. And, let's not. We're, we are us. And we'll just do our thing and have a right. good time. I'm trying to remember some of the jokes they were telling and stuff they were doing, and, and um, unfortunately, as old as I am, it doesn't stick. No, no. I yeah, I just uh, heard another pretty decent joke that I thought would work for this podcast. Go ahead. I already don't remember. You you forgot it. <laughs> oh, wow. No, but uh, you know, in the same respect, I watch uh, a bit more MythBusters this summer. Yes, yes. Previously, they they just did. I just watched one of their old shows mm-hmm. on driving. Right. And the first test they did in driving, the first myth after was, you've got a three-lane interstate, and there's a lot of traffic. Are you better off staying in your lane or zipping back and forth between lanes to try and get ahead? Right, right. Okay? And if they did got, the test. If you've got my wife in the car, yeah. you're best off in one lane. <laughs> <laughs> she reach across and smack you upside the head, huh? They the the proof they came up with this is around San Francisco in the traffic up there. Oh sure, okay, and they came up with that with four cars stationary in a lane. Okay, 
not necessarily side by side, but they would all get in a lane and they stayed in their lane and they drove the 50 mile run around San Francisco area. And then another car doing the zip, 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 zip. Okay. Okay. The zip, zip, zip guy beat everybody. The first one, he only beat by a minute, but the last one he beat by 20 minutes, 20 minutes. So depending on what lane you're in, Right. If you stick to that lane, you can wind up being way late if you don't move a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, the second one he did was the difference between a four-way stop intersection mm-hmm. and how many cars can you get through in 15 minutes and a roundabout. Okay. All right. Okay. Because Europe is all about roundabouts and yeah. the U.S. is all about four-ways. And they're going into roundabouts. And their study found that the roundabout was 25% more efficient in passing vehicles. I, I still don't know. I don't know if I care for the roundabout. Well, it's something you have to get used to. Right. But but cars don't have to come up and stop and wait. They can come up, slow down, and merge. They don't in have to, but yeah. they do. Yeah, well, that's training. That's experience, <laughs> okay? But, but in 15 minutes on a four-way stop, They've got 380 cars through in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And on a roundabout, they got 480. You know, you say that, and I'm just going to go by uh, past experience. Did you just make up those numbers? No. Okay. No. Just no. Sure. Those are real numbers. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> Honest. Okay. All right, we do have we have a uh, a call in, which is uh. You mean I have to shut up? Yeah, this isn't this person is not calling with a problem, I don't think. Uh huh. But they do have a question. Right. Okay. Hello, I don't know who you are with the electric steering. Well, that's that's good because uh, this way you'll never know who I am. Anonymous. This way. is anonymous. Anonymous, because if I go around those roundabouts and I don't go around as fast as you say, I don't want you blaming me for making those numbers go down. <laughs> He's a slowpoke on a roundabout. Well, you don't have anybody yeah, and, in the back of the trailer able to steer it, so you're, yeah. you're going to have a little trouble. Well, and you didn't say if the roundabouts were chromed or not. That's no, the no other chrome. problem. They will go okay. faster with slippery chrome. Yes. Right about. Okay. <laughs> so, I, so I just have a question. I, um, you know, some of the newer trucks I've heard about have this um, um, electric steering. Yes. Uh, you have any? So, oh, so it's assist electric. So does it still have a, uh, I'll call it standard hydraulic box? Yeah. And then mounted on top of it is an electronic assist, a control system. Okay. Okay, so any opinions or anything we should learn about or know about those? Should we buy them? Should we stay away from them? Well, I don't have enough experience yet to make a definitive answer, yes or no. A judgment? What I do know is that some of the people who have got them with the electronic steering do not get the feedback from the road that they were accustomed to. And so the truck is driving great. They're having a good time driving great. And and two months in, they look down and their tires are shredded because it didn't feel the right pull because the electronic steering's hiding it. Right. Okay. Yep. Well, that's good to oh, know that you you need to do more checking of your suspensions yes. and tires than with that. Yep. Yes. Right. Our guide. We have a guide. Our guide for whether or not your truck is driving nice and straight at 60 miles an hour, right? 
and lay no wind. It should take more than two seconds before the right tire drifts to the white line, to the fog line. So if, if your electric steering is doing that for you, then you can have a right pull you never knew about. And now our guide does work. You have to pay attention to your tires. Yeah. It's, it's isolating the driver from the road is what this electronic system is doing. Yeah. So the tire guys probably like it and the alignment guys probably like it too then because they'll get more work because people Perfect. will think that their alignment's always out until they realize it's all well, in the electric well, steering. Alignment is, or or alignment it's the other way. It could, it could be that the alignment guys like it because the people aren't coming back and complaining about handling problems because they don't know they have one. Right. Just until they have to buy later, tires so prematurely. And then they just blame the right. tire. Right. Because the alignment was fine. Yeah. So. Well, that, you'll, so you'll have to uh, program that into your other dealers uh, that yeah. just keep saying, no, you got electric steering, electric steering. Blame everything on electric steering. <laughs> Kevin, you have to deal with that. I don't. I, I, you're, you're out of it. No, Come on, Mike. No, stop uh, if, if you stop get saying that, Mike. Line, <laughs> if you, you know, just because correctly. Yeah, yeah, if it's aligned correctly, then then you could always so, blame it on the yeah. uh, electric steering. But you know, Mike, you're starting to sound like you're getting lazy, and I don't know if that's allowed to happen. You keep talking about this retirement thing, and you mm-hmm. know, age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what that is. I mean, we didn't learn about that in school or anything. I spent so many years just running straight ahead as hard as I can. Right. And don't pay attention to any distractions. Just keep going. Keep going. Right. And I'm at the point now where I'm enjoying looking at the rest of the stuff and not charging straight ahead. Yes. Really? Well, how does that happen? Did did you finally get a steering wheel? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've got a Barca lounger in my living room. And I can watch right. the TV and sort of at home. I mounted a steering wheel right in front of it. <laughs> nice. Nice. You have to be able to look but, over the steering wheel in order to feel uh, like you're, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you're doing something. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. So did you patent that steering wheel with the Barker lounger? <laughs> uh, no, I stole it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cause I was going to say there's some people that might enjoy doing that with you, but. Uh, I'm not quite as old. I'm not quite as the age that you are. Um, uh-huh. I hope to still be doing as long as you did uh, uh-huh. and be healthy and all that good stuff. But I don't use that word old. Oh. My wife uses it, and I and I tell her that's not a word that anyone should use. Well, well see, I like that because only the good die young. <laughs> oh, well, there's a, there's a, a good way to look at it. Yeah. So I am old. <laughs> There you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh, now that we know we know about the electric steering, I'm glad to hear that you guys do have an opinion and a and knowledge with it. Thanks very well, much. The other the other concern I've got about electric steering, I'll throw this out now. The the problems we've had with electric steering, which haven't been very many, but we've had a two or three cases where the electric steering was doing what it was designed to do, but it was covering up another problem. I'm waiting to see what happens when the electric steering has a problem right? and what it causes in the cab and in the handling. Right. Yeah. I, I believe automobiles, 
a lot of the cars have had that for a long time, I think, haven't they? I don't know. I don't work on cars. Uh, Kevin Rutherford has experience with that. Does he? With, okay. uh, it wasn't Audi. What was it? Was I don't his know. son's car. I recall I, him talking about that earlier. I, I think a lot of cars have have an assist like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure they do, but I wouldn't swear <laughs> to it. Yep. Yeah. Fly by wire. Right, right. Yeah, it kind of scares you until you do it for 20 years, and then you realize, oh, it's okay, I guess. Yeah, they were, afraid of, they were afraid of hydraulic steering for a while. They wanted that straight manual yes. linkage. Then we went to hydraulic, and they were all panicked about it, and it worked. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's electric hydraulic. That'll be okay. All righty, buddy. You have a good day out there. Yeah. You two guys appreciate it as always. Thank you. Ready. Bye bye. Thank you for calling. Bye. Uh, yeah. Now, so I guess that's another new business idea for you don't necessarily have to be retired, but if we could set up your steering wheel with a remote mm-hmm. and uh, uh, maybe a couple of pedals, we could uh, steer through the channels on the TV. I've thought about that, and I've also thought of getting one of those truck driving simulators. <laughs> what, what would that? Well, it's got big three big screens that right. look like the road out there, and you sit in your chair, and you're actually trying to drive the truck and shifting gears, and, and you get all of this, but you're sitting in your living room. Oh, sure. I'm just thinking about people that are actually just sitting and watching TV, and I think there's more of those than... Uh, if you if you got tired of watching, you wanted to, you could just change lanes, and now you're watching something else. Well, yeah, you got you got a gear shifter over here. They change channels with that, up change and down, up and down. Gear shifter. Yeah. So what good is the steering wheel doing then? Uh, this I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking the pedal would be volume. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's three pedals. What's that? Three pedals. Three pedals. Pick well, a pedal. Yeah. Well, there's at least two: the volume up and the volume down. Yeah. I'm not sure what the clutch would do. Well, some of the new trucks don't have a clutch. Ah, source. Source, yeah. These days. Yeah, change it from live TV to this to app and that app. and Yeah, okay. All right. All right. You just have to work on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, that's, a, that's, for, that's for your retirement or for when you're A home. retired truck driver. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So we're, we're, uh, we got one more call here. We do. Uh, this one's. I don't know. Dr. Tireware? I'll see what this says. I don't know if he knew what this was supposed to say. Hello, somebody calling about Tireware. Yes, hello, Kevin and Mike. Uh, yes, sir. I have a, have a 19 Kenworth uh, straight truck, mm-hmm. and I noticed some uh, chunks of my tread coming out. Oh, uh, I, just measured, I just measured the tread of my rear drive as... Uh, eight thirty seconds, and the front one is twelve. Um, okay, so you you got a tandem axle street truck. I have a T eight eighty Kenworth. Mm-hmm. It's uh twenty three feet long. Okay, all right. So two drive axles, all right? Yes, yeah, yes, I do. Okay, it is normal for the rear drive axle to wear twenty five percent faster than the front drive axle. Okay. Okay. So the fact that that one's lower than the other, and you've never rotated the tires, right? I have not. Not the drives. I have the front. Okay. We recommend that you rotate the drives. The rear driver is four thirty seconds shorter than the front. Then it's time to X rotate the tires to get them back to even. Okay. And then wait and wait and wait, and then it gets that, and then you rotate them again. Right. All right. So that's the fact that it's worn 
more doesn't bother me. Now you see, you've got chunks of tread coming out. Are the chunks of tread yeah. coming out of the drive tires or out of the steer tires? No, it's out of the drive tires. Everything's from okay. the drive. Okay. Now, are the chunks like one of the lugs getting ripped out, or is it wearing down more than the lug next to it? Uh, yes, it's like it's being ripped out. There's a there's a hole left there. Okay, so that's that's delamination. That's the the tread is actually tearing out. Now, is it spotty around the tire, or is it all like in one rib where it'll tear one out and then skip two or three and then tear another out? No, it's spotty all over the tread. Okay, and what brand tires are these? These are Goodyear's uh, Marathon RSD. Okay, Goodyear Marathon. All right. Very good. Um, Miles? How much weight is your truck normally hauling? I can't load no more than 58.5, and I'm... Between 57 and 58 most of the time. Okay. Do you run loaded both ways or you empty one way? Nope. I'm empty one way. That's the way the company wants it. I'm a okay. company driver. No, that's fine. I'm just trying to figure out all the torque that's applying. Now, do you have disc brakes or drum brakes? Drum brakes. Drum brakes. Okay. All right. And how much horsepower you got? Uh, 455 horse. It's a uh, X15 with a 13-speed. Okay. All right. Uh, have you been back to the tire dealer to show him the, the ripped out lugs? And if so, what did they say? I haven't been back. I would be back at the tire dealer. And how, again, how many miles are on these tires? I changed these tires at three thirty-five, and I have 455. So 120,000. Yeah. That's nowhere near enough mileage. Right. Uh, yeah. Did the last set of tires do this? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, and how many? How far do you drive per trip? I do between five and six hundred miles every day. Do you? Is how far is a normal trip for you? A uh, normal trip is is about uh, between five fifty and six hundred. And then you drop the load, then you come back empty. Oh, no. I'd go out about 300 miles, and i come back 300. Uh, it's, it's half and half. This is okay. a tanker, and the company don't want anything else in the tank except their tanker. Product. Okay. No, that's all making sense. I got all that. The last okay. set of tires that did two, were they also Goodyear's? Yep, the same brand. I, I would be talking to the tire people. I think okay. this is this is... The torque you're applying is trying to twist the lugs as they go through the footprint, okay? Oh, okay. And as they twist the lugs, what you're describing to me is that the lug is giving away and tearing out, okay? Okay. Uh, So this could be a compound problem in the tire. We may not have the right tire and compound tire application. No, okay. I ran into that with the... uh, with the steer tires, I didn't know there was a, a long-haul tire and a short-haul short yes. tire. Yes, there's a long-haul and a and regional. And Which one did they say it was the wrong one? I've actually uh, run some tires on the front that were designed for trash trucks. And mm-hmm. you told me the last time I called about the, the slit across the tread was yes. at, at, it was straight. And it, if it was an angle, it wouldn't wear that way. Yeah, you're getting some heel and toe. Yeah. Okay, so now you said these were Goodyear Marathon. Marathon. 
Yep, RSD is the last three letters on the on the tire. RSD. Yeah. Okay. And these come from a Goodyear dealer, uh, Wingfoot. Uh huh. They, they put them, they put them on for me. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I got a picture of the RSD. It's got two solid shoulders, and then it's got two lines of lugs in the middle of the tread going around. That's right. And then those lugs are tearing out in the middle. You're not seeing any significant shoulder wear, are you? No, I'm not. Not at all. Okay. It sounds to me like we're applying too much torque to the tread. It's getting wiggled too much, and that's causing the compound to let go and rip, rip the lug out. Right, which is odd that only 400 and some horse. Only okay. 400 and some horse. Yeah, but it's 400 and some horse, but he's running empty half the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, the horse can really be applied when he's empty. True, true. Okay. All right. Yes. It, that's what, that's it, my recommendation. Just, just by uh, accident, I, I was not hot rodding or anything, but when you make mm-hmm. a turn and it's raining and you're empty, if you lay your foot on the accelerator, it will spin the tire. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Yep. That's that's a good description. But if you happened. didn't have 450 horse when you were loaded, you couldn't get it up the hills. Yeah, that's right. Which I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm working in the southeast, so I don't have too many hills to worry with. Okay. Good. Good. Well, I, everything you've described to me since would be back talking to the tire dealer. And they may have okay. a different rubber compound they could put on that will put up with it better. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. You have a good day. Drive safe out there. All right. We do. All right. Bye. Okay. All right. Not very often we have a, a tire issue. issue. Yeah. But this sounds like a tire issue. Right. There's a, usually when we say it's a tire issue, it's the wrong tire for the application. Yeah, in this case, that seems to be the situation. But I don't. I, yeah. this, the situation of tankers that are empty half the time. There are a lot of issues with tire wear that it's just probably never going to be able to solve it. Well, if if you think about it this way, when the truck is loaded, mm-hmm. the tire is squatting down. Oh yeah, and the footprint is getting bigger, and you're applying the horsepower to more rubber at the same time. Right. But when the truck is empty and the footprint has gotten smaller, you're applying all that horsepower to a one lug or two lugs instead of four lugs, and you get more twist and lateral torque in it. So do you imagine then an all-position tire would be a better... A straight rib tire wouldn't suffer the lug twist that this one is. If you want a lug tire, I would be trying to find one that has larger lugs instead of smaller lugs. I see. And they won't move as much. Firestone used to have a tire back in the 90s and 80s that really had a lot of lateral movement and we got a lot of regular wear. And then then the engineers went out and put little pieces of rubber connecting, tying the lugs together to reduce the mobility. And all of a sudden the tire was great. Yeah, I recall that. Okay. Yep. Yep. So yeah, so you stretch that out to an all-position tire. Yeah, it's fine. Now, um, but will he have the traction he wants in that all-position tire? Uh, well, if he's not going on the road, if he doesn't get dirt or snow, or while he's in the southeast. Yeah. So yeah, maybe so, there's some options. All right. Uh, this is a call back from a previous caller talking about uh, longevity of tires. Okay. Here we go with longevity. 
Hello. I'm back. I'm back like a bad rash. Yes, you are. I got talcum. <laughs> okay. So the last caller made my brain trip. He was talking about how his tires are wearing badly. A few weeks ago, Kevin and a few other people were talking about tires. They're talking about costs of operation, and they were realizing that it seems like tires are lasting longer overall. Okay, mm-hmm. so the cost of tires. Yeah, so the cost of tires really hasn't gone up much, but they started to think that maybe um, the tires are made better. But mm-hmm. I, I was thinking. You know who Joel is, and Joel has his Volvo, and Joel continuously talks about having the truck specced properly and then having it set up, not just the trans and the rears, you know, as far as gearing, but having, like, he, I think he promotes, you know, he's he's got people with um, 12-speed or 14-speed Volvo transmissions, and you can, he can get a truck with a 14-speed that'll have crawler gears, which means mm-hmm. the truck is getting in motion with less, it's got enough torque, but it's not trying to spin the wheels. Yes. So would you think that maybe people are getting better tire wear because these automated transmissions can be adapted to not put out so much torque to wear the tires faster they're, they're actually helping them to last longer and even the upshifting right they they can the transmission can shift smoother and easier than most drivers can so the transmission is helping you to get better wear and tear out of your drivers your drive tires but probably also out of your drivetrain overall what do you That's think correct Yes, all of that is correct. And let me give you a real life example that I ran into that years ago. I was doing the alignments on a particular fleet. They were running reefers from the Midwest to the West Coast, hauling meat out, having produce back. We had a certain standard that we expected out of steer tire life and drive tire life. We knew how to spec the trucks. We had the same engines. Everything was fine. We were running 13 speeds. He needed a couple of trucks. He couldn't find the trucks he wanted. So he bought a couple of trucks off the dealer lot. And those trucks got 25% to 30% worse tire wear than we got out of the rest of the fleet. And he kept coming back to me, what's wrong with the alignments? Why aren't these working right? And we checked and checked everything. We finally discovered that those trucks had nine-speed transmissions in them. Okay. He pulled the nine speeds out, put the 15 speeds in, and the trucks went and matched all the rest of them for performance on tire life. Yeah. Very interesting. So, yes, what you're saying is very, very probable. Yeah. And I didn't hear anybody else ever talk about it before. Um, so hopefully this will open up some people's eyes, too, and, and think about it. It could be the reason why they're getting better tire wear. The tires may not be any better, or who knows, maybe they are, but there I think are. it's they, a lot to are. do with, yeah. Yeah. Because they were Compared talking about, what, you, you know, ahead. Mike, you talk a lot about, you know, second tier tires. Mm-hmm. And and that's why, you know, that, that was also one of Kevin's, um, Kevin Rutherford, one of his talking points. You know, should we buy the, the, the top line tire? Because we are going to get the use out of it. Or go to the second tier, like you talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think this this point of maybe the properly 
the proper transmission and the proper shift points for the job that the truck is doing could be just as important, if not more, than which tire you put on it. It's very important, and and I have to deal with trucks the way they present them to me, not the way I'd like to see them spec'd. And we just try to get the best performance we can out of what we got. Right. 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 But when you're specking or looking for something in particular, like, like me, I usually have a manual transmission, but Mm -hmm. if I want better performance out of the whole unit itself, the truck itself, Mm -hmm. tire wear, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. drivetrain, U joints, maybe that automated manual properly set up transmission might do me better in the long run. Another example I can give you of that, there is a major fleet out of Canada that I dealt with that switched from manual shifts to the auto shifts. And they said just the clutch repair work that they saved was worth the trans the changeover. You know, the transmission's expensive though, and the maintenance for a manual. No, they 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 said the the just not having to mess with the clutches was worth the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah. so right. we uh, we got two things done. You still have a little time. I might call you back because you still <laughs> well, didn't talk about waiting, so. you still didn't talk about chrome tires yet. So we'll bring that up next time. You got it, buddy. All right. Uh, Y'all have yourself you. a good night. All right, we got two more here, and we'll just run over to Hector. Just a little long. Well, you said we're a little long, but we started a little late. That's so right. I don't care. We'll keep going here. This one, uh, it's again, it's the, the way this uh, thing translates. I don't think uh, it knows what this person was saying. Might be Michael. Hello. 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 How are you guys? Hey, what's uh, going on? We're good. What's up? Well, I got some chrome tires that getting some wear on them. Uh oh. Um, Hey, you uh, put the I've got a, you put the premium uh, chrome on or the standard chrome? Premium or standard? Yeah, well, I just went down and coated it. I don't know what they ah. used. Okay, all right, all right. It's just been silver <laughs> paint. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. What um, you got? I have a I have a super saint. Uh, I have a six by two, an old mm-hmm. FLD 120. Yeah. And of course, it's kind of one of them sleepers. Um, I have a regulator in my cab there where I can change the differential on how much weight I put on the back axle and all that. Okay. All right. Like a, like a triaxle does. Uh, oh, three months ago, I was going around the truck and I noticed that I had a cut in the side of the just about worn out super singles. And it was on a Sunday and I like to give the local guy business. And so I have his phone number and I called him. I said, you got any super single drive tires I can get? And he goes, yeah, meet me at the warehouse. He said, I got something back that'll work. So I bought some, I don't know. I think they say great tech on them or something. Great tech. They're real big. That's a brief. Yeah, they got real big lugs on them. So I'm getting this torque wear on it, you know. I'm not used to that because I'm a fuel economy guy, but that, you know, I got what I got on a Sunday Mm -hmm. and, uh, that torque wear doesn't really bother me any. My question is, I'm going to use an analogy here. Mm -hmm. If you use a rotating grinder or a grinder on a flat piece of metal, you Mm -hmm. tend to run that grinder to where you always take off the high points, right? Yes. And it seems like you grind it faster because, okay, I'll Mm -hmm. go over here and grind and I'll go over here and grind. I turn mm-hmm. those tires around and get that tip off of those tires. Is it going to wear mm-hmm. them out faster or just leave them alone? You no, I would analogy? rotate them. Yeah, yeah, I understand the analogy. Our experience is that if you leave the tips the way they are, mm-hmm. the tire gets noisy 
Yeah. Okay. And you're losing traction. I see. Okay. So by flipping sense. it the other way around and flattening it out and letting the flat lug come down on the ground, they overall will wear longer, the tire will be quieter, and you have better traction. Ah, the traction thing's where I was off then. That's what it was. Yes. So, yes. so it wasn't such a dumb question then. No, it's a good question. People yeah. don't know this stuff. All right. Yep. Uh-huh. Most people wouldn't right. think of that, would they? Yeah. Well, no. All right. Well, did you? Uh, I called you one time, Mike, when you said you bought a trike, and I asked you if you got a motor put in it yet. Have you done I'm, that I'm yet? getting nice a kit. Motor? I'm getting yeah. an electric motor kit to put in it. Right. Well, I tell you what, uh, I bought an electric motor there in Arizona, yeah. and I like riding a bike. Yeah. And I, so I bought an electric bike. And I'll tell uh-huh. you what, that's the greatest thing since sliced cheese. That's that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to have to get a kit put on these. Yeah, I mean, you can buy them for that. And uh-huh. uh, But the thing is, is when you're riding a bicycle, you'll be riding just fine. And then all of a sudden you turn around, go the other direction, didn't realize you had a tailwind. And now you're like, <laughs> oh, huffing and puffing. You're huffing and yeah. puffing, getting back. Well, well the I electric ride. motor will yeah. just take that headwind away. And you yeah. still get the exercise, and you won't be out of breath. It's the most. It truly is one of the most amazing exercises you can get. Yep, I agree. I agree. From one you know, place so. where I live down to the other place where I'm always going, you don't realize you're going downhill going there, and it's uphill back. And boy, that right. uphill is a bitch. Yeah, yeah. And and it will do away with that hill. You can you know you can adjust it so however much power you want on those things. And yep. and I normally ride it when I have no wind. It's not even turned on. Yep. And then you'll yep. turn that corner and you hit that headwind. You go, okay, I'll ride it here for a little while. And I get out of breath and I go, shit, the hell with it. And then I'll turn it on. Turn and the motor on. You got your breath there back. You and and you it's go. almost like stopping and getting a breath of air. You don't have to stop. It yep. truly is a, a, a great thing. So, all right. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else. Thanks for that. You all have right. yourself a great day. All right. Talk to you. You later. too. Bye. Bye. Well, I'll have to ask uh, Kevin if that kind of thing works on the hills that he's got around his head. He's got real big hills. He's got some hills. <laughs> All right, what do we got? One more. Uh, I wish I could tell you what this actually says, but I think the guy's name is Joe. We'll find out. How you guys Hello? Today? I'm good. You? I am happy, so I'm going to start with a compliment, a question, and a curiosity. <laughs> okay, so sure. I just uh, left Jerry of J and R alignment, or yeah, J and R alignment in Belpre, Ohio. Did uh, did first MD alignment on my truck. Uh huh. Questionable and, guy. Um, I love that dude. <laughs> he, he was so ornery. <laughs> <laughs> he is that. <laughs> so I'm glad I you're just happy. Left fifteen minutes ago. I'm on the highway and I'm. It's not pulling the crown anymore. It's not squirrely anymore. But mm-hmm. I've had a slow snowball effect, and it, it took me about six weeks to finally break down and call Jerry through uh, advice of Herschel from Kevin's show. Uh, and we were in the we were in the lot for about two hours, mm-hmm. and the front the front was probably only maybe an eighth out on the mm-hmm. toe, but all my shims in the rear had rusted and started pushing shit apart. So the rear axles were all out of whack, making it really slippery, slimy down the road. But yep. over the duration of the six weeks of all this shit progressively getting worse, I chewed the shit out of my right front steer tire. Mm-hmm. So 
once you start chewing a tire, you can't unchew it. You, oh no! You can slow it. So you can slow it down. So do I knock this tire off the rim and put the worn on the outside? Do I change positions, or I just ride it till it dies and pony up money for new steers? You ride it till it dies, and if you did anything, I wouldn't take it off the rim. I might switch the left and right tires side to side. Yeah, depending on how okay. it drives. Yeah, that's all right how it now, drives. Right now, I'm empty, and it feels solid as the day is long. Leave it alone. Yeah, don't change anything. Because nothing okay. you can now, do is going to help that tire. Just run it until it's dead. If it, if it okay. starts to pull to the right, swap them side to side. Right. Other than that, just okay. leave it alone. I guess. There's almost 200,000 on these steers, but they still look brand new because of my maintenance program, preventive maintenance. Right, John. Right. But now, I did buy new super singles um, six, eight weeks ago, and I'm running them at 125. Is that your recommendation for the supers? It's a little higher than what we're finding on average. We find somewhere around 105 is where we get our, about our best performance. But that changes from brand to brand. So what brand are these? Yokohamas. I'd start at 105. I think 125 is too high. At 125, you can carry 10,000 pounds per tire, and you can't run 20,000 pounds on an axle, can you? No, not particularly. Not legally, anyhow. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I would lower it a little bit. You may find that you're wearing uh, too much heel and toe. You don't have a flat enough footprint. So I, I would drop it down to about 105. Okay, because that's... I asked around and nobody could seem to remember. So everyone kept yep. coming to the consensus 125. It didn't didn't sound right, but I wasn't going to argue with more people than what I did. And yeah. then, honestly, I forgot that you were on Thursdays until I started talking to Jerry this morning. And I was like, well, shit, man, you did such a good job. I'm, I'm going to call him back up first of all, and then I'm going to get to the next of my call. <laughs> cool. Good. Cool. Glad so, you asked. Um, yeah, and I'm running 135 in my steers, but yes. because my compressor can't go any higher. <laughs> well, what does your the side of the steer tire say? 120. I believe so. Then I would run 130 in the steers because they're carrying more weight per tire than you are in the rears. Right. Okay. I just That's when they listen to Kevin, there's so many numbers that go up and down. You can never be definite until you call and double check. Yep, that's fine. That's what we're here for. Hi, brother. Well, in that case, thank you for taking my call, and I shall talk to you again. You have a great day. Thank you. Okay, we get it? All right, that's it. That's all the calls, and we've run as long, I think, as we really want. I need a nap. What? I need a nap. You You need a nap. I need a nap. So we'll be back next week after the fire truck thingy. We'll have a report from Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time uh, going to Colorado and... I don't know how many years no, it's been. There you go. So, y'all have a good week. We'll talk to y'all next week. Yep. Bye.